Good evening, hockey fans. Or should I say for this episode, good evening, y'all. <laughs> because for today's uh, podcast, we're doing something a little bit different. We are going to talk about our time um, last month. No, where are we? Last year. Last year. Um, when we went to see the New Jersey Devils um, on our trip to New York at the end of November. Yeah, so last year at the tail end, towards the end of November... We kind of booked a last minute trip to New York and it was one of those ones where a lot had happened that year. We hadn't been able to get away despite having a lot of holidays and we just went YOLO effectively mm-hmm. and thought we'd go away. And as luck would have it, we had a wee bit of a selection for hockey matches and at the time, ironically, there was no New York Rangers matches, which wasn't really a problem for us because we've already seen them. So we're looking to try something a wee bit different. Yeah. I would add as well, so the first time we went to New York was 2017. And that was when we saw the New York Rangers at Madison Square. And I think we kind of spoke about this in like our first episode. We've kind of casually been going to see the clan for maybe kind of like a few years until uh, obviously this, this year is our kind of first season ticket year. So we kind of knew what was going on, but we, I don't think we were fully like entrenched to kind of know that much at that point. So like, for example, it was like the Pittsburgh Penguins they were playing and when like the Rangers scored, I was expecting everyone to be like, Siv! And I was like, okay, no one's doing that. So yeah, I think it it was good coming back to a hockey game and we know a little bit more about it. Yeah, I think... But when we went the last time, we were more comparing the light show and the music than yeah. the actual quality of the hockey. Uh-huh. Whereas now we've got a bit more of an understanding. We've still got a lot to learn. I'm still figuring out a whole lot of things. I've been going down the rabbit hole and rules of uh, where goalkeepers can stand and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but we had a fair few options and primarily the closest ones to New York were the New York Islanders and the New Jersey Devils. Mm-hmm. And I think on the ref- on reflection of it, we took what was effectively the easiest one to get to, which yeah. was the New Jersey Devils, which, for, if you don't know the area, New Jersey is right beside New York, and even though it's a different state, it's actually really easy to get to. I mean, we first stayed in New York or New Jersey. We, we actually stayed in New Jersey at the time, and you wouldn't even have noticed it. Yeah. So it was so simple. So we had a choice there, and we were tempted by the New York Islanders, but as I say, it was a wee bit... It just wasn't as clear cut to get there. Now, having looked at it now, we probably could have wangled it and made it work. But as we'll come on to, the New Jersey Devils was effectively one train away for us mm-hmm. and it was 20 minutes. So it was a bit of a no-brainer, especially when it was going to go on later into the night and it was kind of around about holiday season in America. So we'd effectively, I think, uh, made our mind up that it was between the Islanders and the Devils and the Devils was the easiest one to go to. So we had the choice of two matches when we were there for the Devils. Mm-hmm. It was either the Oilers or the Maple Leafs. Yeah. And I think this is one of these ones where I think a fair few folk would have said the Oilers might have been the better match. But the way it worked out with different things we had yeah, going on. Yeah, we had something on. Going on being like tourists in New York that it made more sense to go to the Maple Leafs. And I guess growing up for me, Maple Leafs was kind of like the, the main brand, shall we say, of hockey. And I get they're maybe not quite that now but they were kind of the staple one so it's quite cool to go and see them so 
we booked that and we were staying in the finance district of New York. So that was the first time we'd ever stayed right kind of in, I guess, the hub of like kind yeah. of near Manhattan and all that kind of stuff. Um, and we're staying at the Marriott residency if anyone's interested. Highly recommend it. So yeah, we got there and I guess we'll talk about getting to this, the stadium. Mm-hmm. It's probably the best thing. Well, we'd, so we'd uh, flew in to New York and we decided to chance getting public transport because we thought this is going to be cheaper than getting like an Uber or whatever, which was actually quite beneficial for us because when we were on like our, I think we had to take two trains to get into Manhattan. When we were on our second train, we like passed by the Potential Centre. So it kind of gave us a feel for like how we were going to get there, which is quite handy. Yeah. So the Potential Centre is the home of the New Jersey Devils, as you probably gathered. And went by there and like, guess we're so used to the clan, I kind of grew up maybe around the Paisley Pirates, so as you can imagine, the, the size of stadium or, I don't even really call them a stadium but the arenas, um, it's on a different level, the stuff when we drove by, I mean the funny part of that first trip back from, or first trip from the airport to hotel was that being the true tourists that we were, some local had to help us like get through <laughs> the gates at the, the train and then let us through first using their card like to pay and then by the time it got to them going through the gate, they'd run out of money and the train was leaving in a minute. And you're kind of sitting there going, do we just say thanks and see ya <laughs> and you're out of here? Or do we just go, anyway, it ended up working out fine. So getting to the Devils was straightforward. It was a path train. It was like $2 each to get there, 20 minutes. And that was from uh, the, what do you call it, the 911? I can't remember the name of it. Oculus, I think it's called. Yeah, so like really nine eleven memorial is the kind of train yeah. station. It's about there, and it goes kind of yeah three stop, three or four stops, and then you end up at uh, I think it's called Penn Station, New mm-hmm. York. And effectively, it, 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 we obviously been tourists left really early to get to the stadium, thinking we want to go and see what's happening and all that kind of stuff. And it was pretty busy, but for us, it was a positive. Basically, looked for anyone with the New Jersey Devils logo and thought well, we're going to follow oh, them. Yeah, yeah. And basically, once you get there, it's literally a two-minute walk to get to the stadium. So it's it's super easy. Like I'd, I'd highly recommend outside of going to see the New York Rain. Rangers, which is right slap bang in the middle of New York. New Jersey Devils was super easy to get to and relatively cheap. Mm-hmm. So one of the things we were looking to get was obviously some hockey merch. And I guess prior to going to the stadium, we had tried to find like the NHL shop <laughs> in New York. And we'd been, like, like I say, we'd been once or twice before and we'd been before, just bumped into it. I think I ended up getting like a Pittsburgh Penguins thing, whatever. And we thought, we'll try and find that. Maybe try and get some merch in advance of the match so we're not carrying merch, but we can just like enjoy the experience. Lo and behold, we probably walked about two hours trying to find this place and never found it. And it was like, I think we'd managed to circle it about 15 times. <laughs> it was like in the middle of a like outdoor shopping mall, if that makes sense. There's like a row of fancy shops, but then right hidden in it is this massive NHL shop. Yeah. So we did manage to find it the next day. And after finding it, whilst it was massive, and pretty cool. It probably wasn't really what we were after. <laughs> like, if you're a New York Rangers fan, it's great. It had loads of the other teams, but I guess for me, we were kind of maybe looking for maybe more of some wee knickknacks of New Jersey Devils to kind of take home. But it was more kind of if you want a shirt with a custom top, a custom name in the yeah. back, and all that kind of stuff. So it was, it, it's worth a visit if you're going, but um, for us, it just wasn't quite what we were looking for. 
So how that leads us into the New Jersey Devil Stadium is when we first arrived, luckily, the first thing we see is there's a massive statue, big metal statue of a hockey player. Then there's the club shop. And as we're walking towards it, the best way to describe it is like it was like a scene from a movie. Like imagine like this American street with bars and like whiskey bars and all this <laughs> kind of stuff. And it's just all these like hundreds of hockey fans smiling, having a having a beer, walking towards a stadium. I don't know, it just looked, it looked like a scene from a movie. And then we got into the stadium, we got to the club shop, and this is where we were like, right, this is where we're going to get the souvenirs. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I was secretly thinking, maybe get a New Jersey Devils hockey top. And I don't know if anyone's aware, but the con- currency exchange rate at the moment is absolutely stinking from the pound <laughs> to the dollar. So I think I, I think they had like a, a I think to put it into context a, a hockey top there. Fair enough, it, they were a lot better quality than maybe the clans uh, tops, but the starting price was pretty much for an adult's top like just under two hundred dollars. Yeah, we were looking as well at I think the week before we went, maybe they just released uh, kind of like across the NHL, they'd released like the retro jerseys. Um so we kinda of went thinking, oh we like they look really cool, we want to go get a retro jersey and then yeah, we we saw how much they were and we thought nah. Yeah, it was about probably about hundred and eighty five pounds ish. Quite spenny. For, for a top and I, I just thought uh, I'm not overly sold in paying that amount. And the one I really liked was, I don't know if I was a fan of the New Jersey Devils retro top, but I was definitely a fan. They had like a blackout top. So it was just all kind of black with white text. And we saw that. Ooh. And I looked at the price thinking, here we go, $120, $100. Let's kind of go for it. And then I looked at 195 I think it was. And I went... Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll hold fire on yeah. that. There, there was one I liked as well. It was like the, I think, the week before we went, or like a couple of days before we went, they had like their kind of like themes nights, and it was like hockey fights cancer, and um, so kind of like the colours purple, so obviously like purple or blah, blah, blah. Uh, So yeah, I kind of thought oh, that's great. They've still got those jerseys, and again, no, no cheap. <laughs> so. Yeah, so it's pretty spenny, not. As- not saying we expect it to be cheap. I guess club shops are always going to be dear, but we didn't expect it to be that dear. Yeah. I guess we were saying is if you're wanting to go get a jersey, make sure you you bring your bring your credit card. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, bring some money and maybe have a look at know exactly what it is you want because there wasn't much in the shop where you just went. Oh, I'm just going to get it anyway. Yeah. Um, like if anyone's been to Amer- America, maybe 10, 15 years ago. It was almost like take the price in half. It's definitely not the case anymore. Yeah. It's almost take the price and that's it in pounds. So it's really expensive. So we were looking to get some like I was looking. To, so after that, I was a bit gutted because I was looking to try and get a top, and then I thought, right, well, the next thing I would like is a skipped hat and hats and things like that. So I managed to get this cool tie dyed red hat, and then kind of got my mum the cancer. Uh, hockey fights cancer, hockey fights cancer, hat, per- yeah. uh, fights cancer bubble hat thing and my dad has skipped hat and as we we're doing this and I, I think I was even on the phone to my parents via whatsapp like kind of trying to basically there was so many hats like the Americans love their hats like the, the clan have maybe three or four they have like three or four hundred yeah it's cool it, it, and they're really cool a lot of them and if you'll find something it's your cup of tea and I was phoning just to make sure I'm not I didn't want to just buy my parents something they weren't going to wear or whatever something to make sure they liked it and as I was on the phone I just um, caught in the corner of my eye 
a couple of other clan fans in the shop. I'm going to be honest with you, it stole my thunder a wee bit. <laughs> I think we were there, we were, just to give context, we were wearing our clan tops thinking, oh, if, you know that way you kind of see, like, maybe on YouTube or TV shows or, like, maybe f- football where, like, say you're going to an away team abroad or something like that in a different league, everyone's going, oh, can I swap top? Nobody wanted to swap for a clan top. <laughs> um, and we thought, oh, they've just ruined our chance of maybe getting a good swap. And, and and we knew we'd be getting the better end of the deal with whatever team we were swapping. <laughs> Nobody wanted to. So anyway, we clocked on to this really nice couple. And I thought, we, we're kind of, what would you say, relatively shy. Don't get our way to kind of like, you know, shout at anyone or say anything. But I thought... What other chance yeah, am I going to meet someone wearing a clan top in New Jersey at a hockey match? And I thought it'd be rude of me not just to go up to this couple and have a wee blether. And bear in mind, the clan year's been fairly drama-filled at this point, so there's definitely things to talk about. <laughs> so we met a couple called Ruth and Mark. I managed to take a wee note of their names. And I think we ended up blethering for a good... 20 minutes, 30 minutes. It was one of those ones where it went from we've got plenty of time in the stadium to oh bugger, we need to wait in this massive queue and get up to our seats. Yeah. So it went from being quite like relaxed and it was great talking to them and then once we realised that how t- fast the time had went, we had to kind of rush, get our stuff and basically get leg up to our seats. Yeah. And But it was cool talking to them and the entries are a wee bit different from the clan, the stadium. Not too much. Like, it's via Ticketmaster, which I think is what the clan used to use. But you've got the big kind of like airport-style metal detectors, mm-hmm. bag checks on a table and all this kind of stuff. And then you go in and it's like the biggest escalator I've ever seen. It was like debris head escalators on it on steroids. They must have been about 15 times the length. Mm-hmm. Going up about, I don't know how many floors. And what was cool about it when we were going in, it was like... It was, so many folk there it was massive and there's like people doing the kind of woo and then at the bottom people were shouting it back up it was just it was just really cool so we kind of got to a point where we were rushing it we'd missed we'd missed pretty much anything that happened uh, before face off yeah like warm ups and stuff so it was now about trying to get to our seats and I've always got this fear of showing up somewhere when it's a seated event or allocated seating and someone's sitting in your seats <laughs> because at the clan it happens. There was actually one match. It happened to me. you weren't at this one. It was me and my mum or my dad. We went out at the end of each period and came back. And someone was sitting in our seats. Like I, I think it's because we sat a wee bit out of the way, so people think it's just an empty space. But I'm always paranoid of that. So getting there late, I was a bit like, "Oh, it's going to be someone in our seats." But it's actually not the the, the busiest. Mm-hmm. I would say, and we were a bit surprised by that because. One of the things we probably should mentioned at the start was the New Jersey Devils were on like a 13 match Thir- win streak. Yeah, 13 uh, game win streak. And then if they won the night that we were going to see them, that would kind of beat their kind of like all time record of like streaks within the NHL. So obviously that would have been like, yeah, super part of history we would have been seeing, which we'll come on to. So we got to our seats and. We bought these ages ago, I can remember it, we were sitting in the Starbucks, kind of across in Hillington, and I was a bit surprised, the seats weren't like super Really dear. reasonable, compared to, I think, I can't remember how much the New York Rangers tickets were, but when we bought the t- when we went to see them, obviously that was like 2017, I would say they were probably like $70 each, and that was literally like the last roll pretty much, I think. I'm not even joking, 
Ailey saying pretty much it, it was, was the last row. And I remember it. It's hard to forget the, uh-huh. the literal nosebleed seats. Uh-huh. And these were probably about, I think they were maybe 30 or $40. They were pretty far back, but like centre. Centre, right? It was a really good, I thought they were really good seats actually. They were really good seats for what it was. And that's, uh, we'll come on to them later, but someone we met, they were saying that's one of the reasons why they would go to a lot of away matches. It's cheaper than going to see the home team. Do you want to talk about who we saw? A celebrity sighting, kind of? This is really niche. It, <laughs> yeah. So, it took me a while to recollect what that was, but um, I don't know if any of you guys are fans of comic book men. <laughs> it was a, it was a uh, show that was on... AMC? AMC in America, and... The, the most popular person that appears on it sometimes is probably Q from Impractical Jokers. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like one of these offshoot things of Kevin Smith. And he's got quite a big fandom to do with, like, if you know him from Clerks movies and things like that. But we saw him there. With no, his, we saw Ming, Ming Chen. Yeah, we, saw, that's what I mean. we saw Ming Chen, <laughs> yeah. a kind of character from this, <laughs> um, who have actually been a night out. He's a, and that's his home team they talk about in some of the podcasts and stuff like that. We've actually been a night out with him in Edinburgh once. Yeah, random. Um, so we saw, that was a random celebrity sighting. It was. <laughs> uh, so the, the, the seats were really good. I think he was only like a row behind us or something like that. And another thing to do with the seating is it was, it was mixed. So it wasn't like kind of at the clan and most of the things we've been to in the the kind of UK hockey league is where they're kind of separated. Mm-hmm. There it was just everyone was mixed together, which, as we'll come on to, made for some interesting banter. Yeah. But one of the funniest parts of the night was, it was relatively quiet where we were sitting for the most part, with a few spare seats around us. And maybe I think it was like the end of the second period we went down to get some drinks. Yeah, well, we hadn't... We hadn't- Obviously, we'd gabbing away in the shop, so we didn't have any time to get anything to eat before. So we thought, right, we'll just go during one of the the kind of period breaks, um, and like the I don't think we'd even explored like everything there is to offer in the stadium. The stadium is massive, yeah. Um, so there was like some kind of food uh, offerings, I guess, on our uh, level, but yeah, there was so much more that we could have got to. But anyway, yeah, we thought we'd go get some food. And get some drink, something to drink. First of all, I mean, the queues were absolutely massive, like, yeah. everywhere. Like, as we said, this was just so super busy. So, the prices, first of all, should we talk about that? Yeah, so I think, I think during the clan season, this season, if you're listening to it in the future, it's not been the best. But one of the things that regularly came up for a period of time was the price of a pint. Yes. Uh, which I think is around about a five quid, six, six quid. Six quid, yeah. And we were quite quite quick to notice when we went to look at the screens when we were in the queue of the price of beer, and we thought we're not at the clan. We tend not to drink. We're driving, and we're just just not we're not massive drinkers. But we thought we're we're a night out. Let's get let's get let's get the brewskis in, mm-hmm. and we went there, and it was fifteen dollars for a can of beer. Now, to be fair, they were massive tall boys. <laughs> But they were, it was like 15 to $16. So the conversion rate on that is probably about 13 to £14. Pounds. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie, that, that hurt the bank balance. And it's one of those ones where sometimes with a pint you start going, oh, maybe I won't finish it. Can we just please establish that it was me that <laughs> was paying so it hurt my bank balance? Just please continue. Yeah, I think he was forgetting I probably paid for other stuff uh, elsewhere. <laughs> so... <laughs> Quite a big caveat there. Continue. 
But um, yeah, so we, we thought, right, what we'll do is we'll get two two beers and we'll get like a portion of chicken tenders was the thing. And what we've realised when you're in America, you've got to really try and have quite a clear accent sometimes. And we thought we'd said two beers and chicken tenders. And this lady came back with two beers and then another pint of beer. And she went, that's you, that's $45. Uh, or we paid before, before she gave us that stuff. And it came to like $45, $50. We thought, that seems about right for what we're paying for. Came back with just three beers. And we're just like, oh, okay. And the queue <laughs> was so big. Obviously, our accent's not going to understand, getting understood. And it was just like one of these, I think we both looked at each other despite not having had that much to eat that we were going let's just yeah. let's just drink this and go we can't be bothered arguing I think I'd managed to like sneakily have like a Wendy's or something like that before we'd left so I think we were, we were okay, okay. Um, but we got back to the seat and it was like two Bud Lights which I, I quite like a Bud Light and then it was some other random beer and the, the other random beer was absolutely well, stinking but because I've spent $15 on it <laughs> uh, that, that, that kind of beer was getting drunk so we got back to our seat and we just made it time for, I think it was maybe the third period at this point. And we're sitting down and then with spare seats around us and then a Canadian couple sat next to us. And, you know, I, th- I don't know how we get started talking. I think it was maybe because we had our clan tops on. The the the, the guy that was sitting next to me. Yeah, I think I've got an obvious name. What was he called? Jim. Jim. And I think, we, I think his wife was called Luann. We'll go with that. <laughs> But but Jim, they were a super cool couple, and I think this was one of those experiences where, like we've had with a lot of things, even to do with the clan, where it's the people as well that make kind of the experience. Mm-hmm. So we were sitting next to them, we started talking, and I guess I don't think anyone in watching the NHL is sitting going, "Oh, I'd really love to go and see a UK hockey match for the quality of the hockey with the greatest of respects." And I thought he had a really good way of like. It was in the middle of a conversation, talking about the clan, I was talking about the league and quality and stuff like that. And I think he had a really good way. Instead of saying, oh, your league's rubbish, he said, just remember what you're seeing here are like part of the top 500 hockey players in the world. But he was a really cool guy. And I'm not going to lie, we were getting a wee bit kind of blitzed at this point into the beers. <laughs> and they were, a good, they were a good laugh. And like going into the hockey match, what was interesting is like they obviously had... Um, breaks for adverts you know which is a bit controversial over here but there they had the breaks for adverts but they wouldn't have like they had like maybe six skaters come on with like shoveling the ice off but like everything's sponsored obviously so it was like i can't even remember what they called it yeah they just have folks skating on with big massive shovels pretty much (laughs) uh what else did we like oh the jumbotron obviously yeah which which i got on for all of about (laughs) <laughs> one one milliseconds, but you can definitely see me. We, we took a wee picture of that. I've got a photo of it, so I'll post it alongside this episode. <laughs> oh no. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, that was fun. They also speaking of the Jumbotron. The Jumbotron was massive. It was like it was like a cinema almost. It was incredible. But then they had the camera guy would go up. You know how you see on telly and TikTok and all those kind of things? That, like this is sewn in and people dancing or whatever. Mm-hmm. They had, normally like, how do they know they're on 
how do, how do they know the camera's on them? Well, we figured it out because there's a guy with a massive camera in his back yeah. right in front of you. So this guy just appeared out of nowhere, kind of film, f- filming, and like as soon as someone spots you, you can see everyone even go like that. Yeah, or, you're kind of on edge that. because you don't, you're don't you trying to have a reaction and stuff like that. And unfortunately, I never made it in. <laughs> but um, so there's that. And I think when we're, if we talk about the match, when I was speaking to the guy, Jim, the Canadian, my Canadian pal Jim, he was telling me it was quite an interesting because it's quite rare. There was New Jersey Devils had three goals disallowed, mm-hmm. which on like review of the goals, which was quite, you've seen that's quite rare. I think it was like interference, goalie interference, where like the puck had hit off their keeper's skates or something like that for two of the goals, I'm sure. Oh, it was, it, yeah, it was something. I can't remember what the first one was, but I'm sure the last two, it was like interference. Yeah, so it was something wild to have three goals disallowed is just quite. A lot yeah. in one match, and then the the, the fans started after the third disallowance started throwing stuff onto the ice like cans of beer. Yeah, and I mean, us for, for you know being the kind of cheapskates we are, we, we were I think more amazed that somebody was willing to part <laughs> with a fifteen dollar can of beer. I'm like, no matter how annoyed I would get the clan, if I'd spent fifteen smackaroonies there's no chance that's going in the ice. Not a chance would that be happening. So actually, what was wild was. And is the Maple Leafs walked off the ice at that point? Uh-huh. Just said like, that's it, and that's where again my pal well, they Jim. Came back on. Yeah, they came back on. My pal Jim said to me, "That's kind of rare. That's like to have a team walk off the ice is, mm-hmm. is really rare to happen." And uh, which kind of leads me to a sideways point of talking about this Canadian couple we met there. Now, what we got from talking to them was that. For them, they came from Toronto for the Maple Leafs, but it's actually cheaper for them to maybe just go in one or two big, like kind of away days, effectively. Because mm-hmm. I think they were saying the price of tickets to the Maple Leafs to go regularly really stacks up because it's quite hard to get a season ticket in yeah, the cost. I think, I think were they saying that like season tickets is like kind of like passed down family generation to generation kind of thing? Yeah, so it's like grandfathered in. So if like your dad dies, you can then inherit that yeah. ticket and I think through this it kind of makes it a bit more difficult to get like season tickets mm-hmm. so I think they just I think he was basically making the point of I think they just accepted that actually what they could do is instead of paying like really high prices I'm guessing they must maybe sell out a bit more so like people like us come along and will pay the premium but they maybe don't want to spend hundreds of dollars every match I think he was basically trying to say that to get a ticket here was like $30 flights were cheap mm-hmm. and they managed to get a weekend out of it yeah. and you know, it's probably dearer than going to see the Maple Leaf Farm game, but at least got a holiday out of it. Yeah. So I thought that was quite an interesting perspective on, I guess, different teams' pricings and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, but yeah, they they were a really, really cool couple to hang about with. And another coincidence is that we found out that we, we had sat beside them like two nights before. We would, um, got tickets to see the Stephen Colbert show. Uh, we were in the audience for that, and they were literally sat right next to us I yeah, think yeah two was behind us or, yeah which is yeah another another coincidence yeah so they, they were they were a really interesting couple up behind us there was maybe like the only way to describe them if I was trying, I'm trying to use like movie like who you, when you see a hockey movie or an American movie they're like maybe in my head they sounded like four or five frat boys <laughs> <laughs> or you know like kind of young Wall Street bankers yeah. sitting behind us and they were Toronto Maple Leafs fans as well and they were kind of just shouting away and then there was like, there was one guy um, as well, it was a, a New Jersey Devils fan who at the back would just be like, don't sit quietly. Oh, the, the, and then there was another guy as well. So after, like, the th- or I think after, like, the seconds disallowed goal, there was, like, a New Jersey Devils fan in front of us who literally, like, 
every minute on the minute he would just stand up and go, Ref, you suck! <laughs> Which was really funny. It was so good. And I guess when you refer it back to the clan, there's been certain referees, sometimes a certain way the matches go, <laughs> where sometimes I just want to go, should I just do that every minute? Go, yeah. Ref, you suck! <laughs> yeah, it was good. Um, but... Yeah, that, that that guy was really funny. On the minute, every minute, just went for it. It was incredible. <laughs> and then there's a bit of banter between those frat boys and the guy that was saying, don't sit quietly and all mm-hmm. this stuff. Um, it was really wild. It was a crowd that... The guys around us were really cool. So, I think at that point, going into the match, we kind of went in thinking we are going to be New Jersey Devils fans. Then I started talking to the Maple Leafs fans. You're just a wee glory hunter. Yeah, so I, I, I said to the guy, well, I've not really got a team in the States. So I was I was going, whoever wins is going to be my team. I've, I've still not really actually confirmed this. I'm not too sure whether I'm going to go with the Maple Leafs. But um, there was definitely a point where we got three goals disallowed, where I think there was one point I celebrated the goal. Then stood up and celebrated, like celebrated with one guy getting the goal. Then stood up next to the other guy from the Maple <laughs> celebrating getting the goal disallowed. <laughs> I must have been absolutely hated. Um, so I guess uh, the spoiler alert is they didn't get their streak, um, yeah. and we brought the clan bad luck with us, uh-huh. and that was that. So I don't know if you've got anything more to say in the game. Well, I think what was more annoying was that. Um, yeah, I think we'd we'd mentioned this before. We we went thinking we're finally gonna see like a a, a winning game of hockey. You know, we've <laughs> yeah. we've been watching the clan's sixteen game losing streak, and then lo and behold, New Jersey Devils lose. But then we'd given our tickets to Ian's uh, cousin, and the clan won that weekend. So <laughs> yeah. when we weren't there, yeah. Uh, so it was a double whammy. Yeah, obviously glad to see the clan get a win, but we did go bloody hell. Yeah, <laughs> as soon as we go. Another thing that they had. I don't know if it, I can't remember who was in it if it was like people paid to be in it or if it was like a I don't know celebrity people that were there that we just didn't know who they were um, but at the period breaks when the Zamboni comes in it always had somebody like sitting in it like waving like the queen which I mean if somebody's paying to do that it probably costs an arm and a leg but I wish the clan that would be so much fun yeah I think there's, there's definitely a few things like that where it, I, I, I'm going to say I really like the clan music and all that kind of stuff and all the kind of different bits and bobs they do. So I've got no complaints here. Maybe some of the halftime entertainment could be improved upon in some ways. But there was definitely some funny stuff where, like, or you just see different things where it'd be like, at the clan you can just kind of email in and do a birthday shout out effectively, isn't it? Whereas I think there it's kind of like, pay $20 yeah, and get this. monetized. I think it was like, You've got to pay for like the mascot to come to your seat. So you know, obviously, Kalangus goes around and does his thing talking to all the kids. Uh, yeah, I think you've got to pay like fifty dollars, and the New Jersey Devil will, will come to your seat. It's like, like yeah, like I said, everything's monetized. Yeah, it was it it, it was kind of it was very Americanized. It was uh-huh. it, it's exactly what you'd imagine. Um, but yeah, we had a great time there, and yeah, we loved it. It was it, it was so good, and it was one of those ones where you're just like, oh, I wish we could go and do, like, another event, another, uh-huh. like, team or whatever. Because when we'd spoken to Ruth and Mark, just throwing them back up, and we were talking to them in the shop before they were saying they were just off the back of seeing, was it the Boston Bruins? Bruins yeah. So they've been kind of doing, like, a bit of a, a slight tour of hockey, I guess. And I'm just going, oh, that would have been so cool. And I, was, I think at that point we were saying where's, like, the, what's the best team you've seen in America? Because I think they've done, they kind of covered off a fair few teams. I think they were saying like the Las Vegas 
nights. Um, they're saying theirs is like 100% all out marching bands, cannons, oh, what, fireworks, whatever. Um, they were saying that's the one to go to. So it has got a wee bit, oh, that sounds like a good one. Uh, so, yeah, so leaving the arena, we're, I guess. Oh. Just just before we get to that, are you wanting to talk about like the, the quality of the. They put the product on the ice compared to, compared to the clan. I mean, I think it was only now that we know a bit more about hockey. You kind of realise like like the passing and everything. Like Jim said, that you're watching the best five hundred or whatever yeah. hockey players in the world. It, it it was nice to see some slick passing. Yeah, it was, it, was de- it was definitely enlightening. <laughs> Not many turnovers. It was definitely enlightening to see it all kind of play out and to see like. These guys are just on another level. Yeah. And it was just incredible. And one of the things we've been guilty of is we tend to follow the clan in terms of hockey and that's probably it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, from what I gather I've seen on Twitter and different things, there's a lot of people that follow like NHL quite religiously. I think that's something I'd like to get into. It's just sometimes outside of like what feels like the holiday season is like the games kick off at midnight and stuff yeah. like that. And you're just like, I kind of feel like if I started following a team, I'd end up getting it spoiled beforehand mm-hmm. or whatever. But something we probably should get into. But the quality was just different level. Like just everything about it was, the refereeing was different quality as well. Uh-huh. I even like how the refereeing, like when they make their calls, like they, they zoom into them and they do like a big show, like no goal, like <laughs> zoom in in the Jumbotron. Like, yeah. That's something that would be great if they could do that. Like, even if you could understand the mindset of what uh-huh. they're doing, whether you liked it or not, that would be, it, it was really good that. So, yeah, it was it, honestly, if you can get a, to the States, if you're going to New York, definitely try and make sure you're there for you can only speak for the two of them New Jersey Devils and New York Rangers you'll definitely enjoy it if anything I'd definitely say from our experience I enjoyed the New Jersey Devils more yeah um, but that, that could have just been the luck of the draw with who we sat beside and mm-hmm. probably the price helped mm-hmm. apart from the beers <laughs> um, but I'm pretty sure New, the New York Rangers was similar pricing mm-hmm. even five years ago whenever it was we were there so it was incredible and I think I think that covers everything inside the arena, if memory serves me. I think so, yeah. So I think it's time to go. And I guess we were a wee bit nervous because this is a massive arena. Like, I don't know, I'm assuming that was what... Oh, it was, must have been like 40,000. I mean, I don't know if it was a capacity crowd, but I think, I think it like holds like 40,000. So, so it's definitely a lot of folk. And we're kind of going, well, we're using public transport. But we're not slipping out into the Primark car park and driving straight <laughs> yeah. off. So are we a bit nervous about, oh, is this going to be like one of these big rammies to get a train? And I, I guess we're kind of like, it's kind of like in Scotland when big events are on. Nothing changes to the public transport. It's just there'll be one train and that's it. <laughs> Whereas over there, I think they do, I think they must accommodate. Because we, we got to the train station. It was people still leaving. Fair enough, we did take our time leaving. Oh no, do you know what we did first? So we, we, we saw like a cute, we did at this point, we, we, we'd had, as we said, we'd had a couple of brewskis and we didn't really have time to explore before. So we thought we'll go for a wee wander, see what's popping round about the arena. Like not really much going on obviously after the game, but we did see a queue of people lined up and it looked like they were going onto the ice uh, to get like the picture taken. So we thought, wow, what what an opportunity. So we, we, did we join the queue? I can't remember how we ended up. We didn't join the queue. I think deep down, whilst we might have been maybe a wee bit blitzed, we did know this isn't just something anyone can do. It would be <laughs> a lot bigger. 
But we I asked. We did we, chance our arm. We did chance our arm. And I think through this haul, they've had a couple of bits of luck, shall we say, where we've just chanced our arm, ended up in the right place at the right time. And I think, if anybody shares me, we'd say, oh, what's the cue for? Trying to play a wee bit daft, maybe twang the Scottish accent, yeah. make sure that's fully going. And we're basically told, yeah, this is a cue for the Platinum Amex card holders to get their photo taken in the ice, something like that. And then we were like, all right. And I think I basically said, can you get a go? <laughs> yeah, she just looked at us like we had five heads. Yeah, and she basically just went, no. <laughs> yeah. You're like, okay. <laughs> That's us. And then I found it quite funny. And then we kind of meandered our way out onto the the streets of uh, New Jersey and made our way to the, the train station, pretty much. Mm. And from there, oh, this is where we had a bit of an, <laughs> we had a funny issue where um, we got to the train station and you've got to swipe like a, a ticket, a metro card that's called. And it, when you're staying in New York, you can get like one of these ones where you buy $30, $30 and that gets you kind of unlimited travel in New York. But because this went to New Jersey, you need to top up a fresh card for a separate fee. But they look the same. They look the exact same. And what I've done is put all the cards into the one pocket and we've obviously scanned the one that's not for this journey that we paid for. And I was like, oh, bugger, what have we done? We must have not topped up the right amount because we tried to be cheapskates like in true Scottish fashion by topping up like the exact amount onto these cards I was like oh bugger maybe we've like five cents short or something like that and it was like 11 o'clock at night and nobody about so we managed to just kind of we walked through we walked through and there was no pressure but then we ended up with these two cards which actually helped us because it was the same price that we needed to get to that station the next day to get home on oh, yeah. to the airport so we get through there and we're kind of like right pretty sure it's the last stop we turn right I guess we meet the clan fans again. <laughs> uh, so that was that was that was really good because it's kind of one of these ones where we were on the train and the time just flew because we're talking about the clan, the Purple Army Forum, all these different things. What's going on? What's happened? With the signing and all that kind of jazz. But it was really good to catch up with those guys. And to be fair, we've not really managed to. To be fair, we kind of show up to the clan games quite last minute, but we've not really spotted them at the. Yeah, usually, arena yet. usually we turn up. Literally just before lights out, don't we? Yeah. So, yeah, so we got the train home, easy enough, and it was a 10-minute walk from the subway stop to the hotel. So it was a great, great experience. would highly recommend doing it. And New Jersey Devils was fantastic. New York Rangers when we went was really good as well. But I'm sure they're all great. I mean, they, they put on a show. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's on the next level, um, and it's... Totally like how you imagine it in the films and stuff like that, but you see it was really good and I'd highly recommend it. And if anyone's planning on going or going in the future or is thinking about it, feel free to drop us a wee message or at us on Twitter or whatever because we're than happy to help or share our tips. And yeah, there's probably some other stuff we could have covered off, but I think we went into enough detail. <laughs> um, probably more than enough detail for some folk. Um, but yeah, no, it was a great time uh, and hopefully we can get to go to another team sometime soon in the future. Who who would you like to go to next? Well, after, Vegas, did you say? Yeah, after Ruth and Mark really hyping them up, mm-hmm. I think I'd really like to go to that. Because personally for Vegas, I'm, I'm so slow in Vegas. Like, I think it'd be a great experience, but I couldn't see myself spending like two weeks there. Mm-hmm. But that would maybe give it a bit more of a reason to go there and kind of experience some of the stuff that's maybe not in my wheelhouse. But I'd also like to go to... I actually would like to go to the Maple Leafs yeah. or something in Canada because I just want to go to Canada. But to be honest with you, I'd love to go to some random team that's just not... What would I say? Not stereotypically tourist 
toasty like Detroit or something like that. We're going to we're going to Florida next year in September, but unfortunately, we're too early for the season to. Uh, I think well, like the only team they've got in Orlando is like the Orlando Solar Bears, but I think like their earliest kind of preseason games like beginning of October, end of September. Anyway, it's after we're home. Yeah, so I think there's other teams there that I think I think was just arriving too early for even the season to start for yeah, NHL. But it's like Tampa Bay Lightning we could probably travel to. There's what was it? I keep seeing what was it like then the further you go down, the more they become like the blah 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 swamp critters or something like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, if you get any recommendations, because I've been trying to stack up credit card points and tempt Ailey to go abroad again, but. It's, it's really expensive to go to America these days um, in terms of getting there but also when you're there it's pretty dear but um, if you get any recommendations for places to go or any must go to yeah. then let us know because we'll be up for trying something yep. so yeah we had a great time and we'll see you soon see you soon <laughs>